Ho, 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 Merry Christmas. Ho, 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 Merry Christmas. Get down. Run that. You already know what time it is, man. Run that. You see this knife, man? Get down. Run that. I want all that in the locker, man. Matter of fact, take that watch off, man. Give me that tablet, man. I want all that. Give me that. Merry Christmas, Brody. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Big old knife. Christmas in prison. What do you think it's like? All right, good afternoon. This is State of Florida versus Stephen Testo with multiple cases before the court. Yo, what's good, man? It's your boy E.I. the King, and this is the Incarceration Podcast, where I talk about prison, pre, post, and present, and how everything that I experienced throughout my incarceration has forever changed my life. This is the incarceration. Forever Convict family, I want to genuinely thank you for helping this channel get to 5,000 subscribers. Man, I greatly appreciate it. We did it super fast. So listen, the next mission, Forever Convict family, we're going to blow this channel up and we're going to get to 10,000 subscribers by the end of February. Now that's a high goal, but we can do it. So listen, if you haven't subscribed yet, scroll down, please subscribe now. And even if you have, share this channel with somebody who you know is interested in prison content, have them subscribe. Also, too, man, your feedback helps. I want to hear about your story of incarceration. If you've done any time in a county jail and state prison and a federal prison, man, put your story in the comments. Or if anything that I haven't talked about that I should talk about, let me know. Or even if you had a different experience or if you disagree at all, man, let me know and put it in the comments. The Christmas spirit in prison where everybody's friendly? Nah, man. Heck nah. Not at all. Not even close. How would you think prison is during Christmas? You think there's a group of inmates going from dorm to dorm or from bunk to bunk singing Christmas carols and everyone's passing out candy canes and, you know, sellies are giving each other, you know, wrapped up gifts for Christmas for Christmas morning? Nah, man. The exact opposite. Christmas sucks in prison. Why? All right, because in Christmas, <clears throat> why? Because in society, Christmas is about what? I mean, universally, we know Christmas is about the birth of Jesus, the incarnate God-man who came to redeem humanity. Big facts. That's what Christmas is about. We know that. But for the most part, when it comes to like tradition and culture, and especially here in America or even throughout the world, Christmas is a day that family comes together. You know, they have a great dinner. People, you know, share and show their love and appreciation for one another by giving each other gifts. And, you know, it's a holiday that's built and based around relationships, family and intimacy. So in prison, there's none of that. At all. I mean, a very slight minimum of the brief camaraderie or brotherhood or friendship amongst, you know, fellow convicts or amongst, you know, gangs when it comes to their brotherhood. But everyone in prison has been separated from that, from society. We've been thrown behind a wall, behind a fence. So everybody's missing that in Christmas. The majority of these guys are fathers, man. We got kids and we got families and loved ones. And during the holiday season, man, what? What's it like in prison? 
Man, it's depressing, man. People are sad. That's probably one of the worst times of the year in prison, man. Everybody's, for the most part, depressed and sad, man, during the holidays. It's a difficult season to be incarcerated during the holiday season because we're reminded of what we're missing. We're reminded of our failures as a father, as a husband, as a son and a brother. And we're missing out on all the intimacy. We're missing out on the gifts and the meals and just being there for our family or providing for our family. And they're missing out because we're not there to provide for them. Everybody, for the most part, man, during the holidays and during Christmas in prison, depressed, man. It's a hard time. And even for the people who have support while they're incarcerated, whose wives come to see them on the weekends or their kids and they get money, like, okay, it's a little bit more helpful during Christmas and the holiday season if you can get a, a visitation on Christmas. And of course, you know, that's, that's better than nothing. But even then, people fail to realize, yo, you think it makes you feel good as a father seeing your kids come into a prison on Christmas or your wife or even just for that weekend, you know, to visit you for Christmas. Nah, man, like people think that, you know, visitation is like a highlight for, for someone who's incarcerated. And it is to a degree because you get to see your loved ones or your friends or your family, your homie, whoever. But man, you also see them walk out. Man, you don't know the feeling of watching your kids cry because they have to go because visitation is over, man. Like you, you can't even comprehend or understand that feeling of, of standing against the wall waiting to get searched or go back to a dorm or sitting at a table while you're watching your, ch your children, your kids walk out. And as they're walking out that last door to where they're not going to be able to see you no more, they're looking back with tears running down their face, man. It's not a good feeling, dog. Even if you were just laughing and playing and hugging them and all that. But when it ends on that note and they leave and they don't want to leave or they want you to come with them and you got to go back to a dorm full of chaos, back to the real world, back to the chain gang. Man, it's depressing, dog. It hurts. If anything, man, visitations make it worse. Contact with the outside world make it worse. Because you're that much more reminded of what you're missing. It hurts, dog, for real. All right, so let's get to it, man. What happens in prison during Christmas? What happens? Robbing season. Everybody's getting robbed. And I've been in a lot of prisons in the state of Florida. And for the most part, the majority of prisons that I've been at, you know, every institution, every unit can waver between violence and robbery and extortion based upon the culture of the prison. But for the most part, man, every prison can be the same. You know, some are definitely a lot worse than others, but you know, every prison for the most part is universal. So I've also seen pretty much at every prison during Christmas time, a lot more robberies, a lot more extortion, and a lot more violence pop off during the holidays. Why? Because that's when people normally get money sent in. Somebody who go throughout the whole year without really getting any money from anybody and barely has any support in society, even they are a little bit more likely to have someone to look out for them during Christmas, even if it's only $50, $100, or $25, or whatever. So the robbers, people who are robbing, for the most part, they probably don't got nothing being sent in. They probably don't got no outside support. And they probably got a lot of time. 
So they don't care about anything. So these robbers during Christmas time, during the holiday season, they know that everybody's getting that bag. And they normally take advantage. Normally it's lifers, you know what I mean? It's young jitterbugs who got life for 40 years or 20 years, or you know, even they may only have a few years and they just don't care. They're wilding out, they're gang banged out, and they're just waiting. They're just posted up at a dorm looking out the window or outside canteen, just being observant of all the guys ordering a lot of canteen. And some of them are strategic, you know, they're trying to be observant of who's ordering a lot of canteen who's not gang affiliated, neutrons, don't got no gang affiliation whatsoever, or the white scary guys or people who look like they're weak and they're, you know, fragile and they're scared, or some of these robbers, man, they don't care, they ain't picking faces, they don't even care if you bang or what set you from or how much time you got. Some of these robbers, man, I didn't, I didn't been at some prisons to where these robbers weren't picking faces, they were robbing any and everybody. Let you hit too much or have too much in your locker, man, they're coming for you. And they just run down in the dorm at the right time with the right officer working and the officer's not paying attention. And they come up masked up. Some of them doing a bare face. They don't care if they know who you, they, if you know who they are or whatever. And they're coming up and they just have you lay it down right there. And they'll go ahead and up the knife on you. And if you don't want to give it up, they'll wet you right there. And during Christmas time in prison, it's very common. Robberies left and right. Jack boys coming for you. Jack boy season. And it's crazy too because the majority of, you know, the incarcerated population, or at least guys who've been down for a while, they're aware of this. Or even if they're not, they'll have homeboys who put them up on game. So even the guys hitting the canteen, they'll try to be wise to make sure like, all right, I want to get some food and make like a goulash at night for Christmas, but I don't want to get too much because I don't want to draw no attention to myself and have some guys trying to run down on me. So for the most part, guys will just try to buy food for like that night or some guys don't care at all. And they ain't going to fill up their locker regardless. And they bought that life too. But the whole point I'm getting at is uh, during Christmas time in prison is when the robbers come out, man. They're robbing people for sure. All right, now on the flip side of the coin, let's talk about the good moments of Christmas in prison. One thing I loved about Christmas in prison is that's when you would normally see more camaraderie in a dorm. And you always see it like guys in the dorm who get money, you know, there'll be some few like influential leaders in the dorm and everyone will agree to make like a big goo. Like, don't get me wrong, you see a whole bunch of like homeboys and gangs and different, you know, cliques and groups of people. They're all cooked together. Yeah, that's that's probably the most common. They'll all cook together that night for a Christmas meal and, you know, get together and they'll be hanging out, you know, eating food together, watching the football game. But then you also see like a huge dorm meal. And that's, you know, the guys in the dorm, everybody wants to pitch in and make a big meal, especially to feed the guys in the dorm who don't have nothing. So you normally see that a lot in prison. It's real cool to see the camaraderie of guys come together to, to chip in, to make a meal for the guys who don't have. And it's also an amazing opportunity in ministry, man. I can't tell you how many years I was blessed to be a part of like orchestrating or serving and being a part of um, a Christian outreach event of just, you know, feeding the dorm and feeding the guys who ain't have nothing. And of course, using it as an opportunity to present the gospel, whether it be through spoken word poetry or through music, through rapping, or sometimes even little skits, you know, holiday skits and just, you know, obviously reading from the scripture, whatever it was, man, it was just a dope way to 
uh, tangibly show the love and life of Christ by meeting uh, just, you know, physical needs of a small meal, but ultimately using it as an opportunity as well to platform the gospel and to preach truth uh, to our fellow convicts, man. And of course, you got the special meal of the day in the chow hall. It's normally lunchtime because they know everybody's cooking in the dorm at night. So they'll have like the special meal at lunchtime. And it's normally like a two big pieces of turkey or ham with mashed potatoes and gravy and stuffing and cranberry sauce and a big piece of pumpkin pie and some rolls or whatever and the tray slap full and it's better meat than normal and everyone goes and a lot of the junkies and the people who don't have money they'll sell their tray for a couple of dollars and you got guys who love that that meal and they'll buy on the extra tray or or sometimes even two trays so everybody you know gets a little bit more excited about the holidays just because they got a special tray coming in the chow hall as well but in all seriousness no man i just want to challenge you as the viewer if you've done any time and you made it home man don't forget where the lord delivered you from you already know that the holiday season man is extremely difficult for those who are still incarcerated so may we not forget where we spent years at man so do your part man reach back out to your homies whether it is sending them emails or pictures or um sending them videograms you're gonna go see them but money on their books Man, ultimately pray for them as well. And just remember, man, our fellow convicts, man, who are still incarcerated. So once again, Forever Convict family, we are on the journey to 10,000 subscribers. If you haven't subscribed, please go ahead and subscribe now and share this channel with somebody who doesn't know about it. Have them subscribe, have them check out the content. And once again, man, something that if I haven't spoke upon yet on this channel, let me know and put it in the comments. And also, too, just to remind you, I am a rapper. My artist name is E.I. The King. I have a whole nother YouTube channel. It's my official artist channel, E.I. The King. And I also have another podcast. It's called Let Me Talk, Bro. It's more about my life specifically, about ministry and music and things like that. So go ahead and go to that channel as well on YouTube and subscribe at E.I. The King. And also too, man, in the description box below has all my music links, my socials, and I also have a Patreon that is coming with exclusive, never-before-seen prison footage as well. So y'all make sure to check that out also. So this is your boy E.I. The King, and this is the Incarceration Podcast, where I talk about prison, pre, post, and present, and how everything that I experienced throughout my incarceration has forever changed my life. This is the incarceration.